Hello and welcome to the Party Chat Podcast, the official podcast of the Xbox One subreddit. I'm your host, John, and joining me today, we have... Whoa, 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 whoa. Who are you? Oh, well, I mean, folks know me best from the Tales from the Tavern, uh, Sea of Thieves official podcast, but I'm I'm taking over here. I'm Ross, I'm the host of this podcast. Yeah, uh, why, Ross, why are you introducing this? R- Ross, uh, about that, you know, you've been you've been gone for like four weeks and you, I spoke to Clay and, and we, we kind of decided that we you know we, we need we need a Scotsman, right? And you guys are basically interchangeable, so uh, Whoa, 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 whoa. We, we sort not, of traded up. Standing for this. This is this is my podcast. You know what? Just play the f music. Xbox on Game on, baby! Wow! Let's do this. So hello and welcome to the Party Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Ross Miller, and this is the official podcast of the Xbox One subreddit. Joining me this week is delicious cheese himself and a lord and savoury snack. It's Reese. Hello. I'm doing all this in reverse. You are. Just to throw you off a little bit, Reese, because you're not my favourite person right now. Oh. And <laughs> everyone's... <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> favourite uncle. It is Uncle Jesse himself. It's Clay. Hell no. Oh no. Hell hello. Yeah, here we go. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so before we get started, I've not been around for the last four weeks, okay? Reese, did you genuinely try and replace me with the guy that does the rare podcast? It, it it's kind of an upgrade. What what? I mean is, is it just <laughs> You Scottish people are all the same, right? No, I'm not going to lie, right? I'm a little bit hurt. I'm disappointed. But guys, I'm glad to be back after four weeks away. <laughs> it's good so, to have you back. Bro. It is very <laughs> nice to have you back, sir. So we usually get this podcast started with what we've been playing. So Clay, I'm going to start with you. What have you been playing on your X? Yeah, I have been playing um, some Gears. I have been playing some Forza. And I have been playing some Battlefront. <laughs> and I think we'll dig into that later. But I have been thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying the the visual performance boost that comes with the XN on my new 4K HDR TV. I am thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying those beautiful beautiful teraflops and picture <laughs> pixels flopping pixels. all over the place yeah, I know. just flopping all over the place <laughs> now clayton did you remember to t- actually make sure that your hdr is turned on i did i did there was a some like buried setting in my tv that i had to go and enable and then yeah you know, it was good to go after that if i remember correctly but I yeah it was, was a uh, bit buried in settings somewhere yeah, yeah. I was just going to say there was a uh, an article that I think was actually written by Jess Corden that uh, made it to the top of the subreddit, basically saying, "Hey guys, almost all of you don't have your HDR turned on." And everyone was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> and then they had the you know step by step for each different brand. And I was I was one of those people. I was like, "No way! I've turned this stuff on." And oh wait, not for this particular channel. You think it would just be automatic to yeah. with your TV supplier would want you to see the picture in the best quality, right? but. Obviously not. Obviously mm. not. 
Mm. So, Clay, what, what's the most visually impressive thing you've seen so far? Um, actually, the most visually impressive thing I've seen so far is the tech demo that they put out that you can download for free. Insects? Insects. The 4K HDR experience. It's pretty impressive. I've spent, I don't know, it feels like maybe a half an hour, probably less than that. It's probably about 15, 20 minutes just farting around in that game. Going back and forth? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Exactly. I did see someone else post that they would love to see someone ter- turn that into some sort of a an actual game. What's I do the actually visually impressive game you've seen? Uh, visually impressive game that I've seen is Rainbow Six Siege in upscaled 4K. <laughs> oh my god, this is a surprise. <laughs> you are so full of shit. <laughs> it's not on the X enhanced list yet, or the 4K list. No, it's oh. not. Those some bitches haven't got around to it. <laughs> Don't know why. Come on, get on that. Make me happy. I. It's funny, but no joke. No joke. I, I, I plugged that in. I plugged it in. I was like, I wonder if this is gonna look any better with the uh, auto. What is it? Like sort of auto upscale. super sampling. Yeah, super sampling, and it does. It does. Look, it does look better. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say that it's funny because that's probably one of the best, uh, best supported games. That's come out this generation. It's gotten so much content added onto it. Maybe it's coming. It would be a nice surprise that it's coming. It wouldn't surprise me, considering what they've done so far. And Ubisoft is actually normally pretty good with that stuff. Uh, uh, real, really though, really, really, <clears throat> really though. Um, I, I haven't jumped back into Quantum Break, and I keep meaning to do that now that this is out. But out of the games that I've played, probably Gears of War was just ridiculously nice looking, <laughs> especially those rain the storms. Yeah, man. those rain, the, the rain sequences or whatever that is. It's just oh my yeah. goodness, it looks incredible, absolutely incredible. Story's still crap, but wow. it looks incredible. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Reese, what about you? Um, I've only actually been playing one uh, one video game this week, and that's um, Assassin's Creed Origins. Nice. How was it? Uh, it's good, um, although it's been really starting to piss me off. Mm-mm. See, uh, it, it looks stunning. It's got to be one of the best-looking games I've ever seen, and it continuously impresses me, um, right like from the historical act accuracy that was hard to say historical accuracy uh down to just the details like for example the sand is volumetric so when you step in it if you're on a hill like you can watch the sand like fall down the hill like it's amazing (laughs) um yeah just the small details like that you know and uh if you spend too long out in the desert you start hallucinating and seeing things and hearing things and you see people that aren't there and it's it's really cool just you know small touches like this but it's annoying me because basically it doesn't let me be an assassin the game is an rpg and you know you have levels every character and enemy has levels and if someone is a higher level than you you cannot assassinate them anymore uh so like I can infiltrate into a base like a ghost because I've played every single Assassin's Creed game ever. And so I'm in there. I know what I'm doing. And I'm like, you're dead, son. And I press the assassination button and I go through the animation. I stab him and he turns around and he's only lost like a quarter of his health. And he's like, oi, what was all that then? And the whole base is after me. And that's that. You can't 
assassinate see, people who are on high level. Egyptian accent. Come on. on ah, it was. <laughs> oi! Oi! Uh, oi! Oi! Nata! <laughs> no, but... Um, so, yeah, that, that really annoys me. But, of course, I could deal with it. You know, it's, it's a different kind of game. So, you know, adapt and overcome. So I've been actually just sneaking into bases without being detected and stealing or performing the, the one thing I have to do in the base and then leaving. But, of course, I'm trying to follow the story because it's interesting. And I've always actually liked the Assassin's Creed games for their stories, except for the ones that were really bad. But uh, this one's actually pretty good. So I'm trying to follow the story. And the 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 jump between one story mission to another can be huge. Like, at the moment, I, I found myself, like, eight levels under-leveled for the next story mission. Uh, and uh, I literally couldn't do it. Like, all the enemies, uh, when they're too far above you, they have a skull over their name. That means, like, you know, you're dead, son. Yeah. And they one-hit you, and you don't do any damage to them. Just like a true RPG. So I couldn't do it. Especially some of the missions require you to kill enemies. You know, like, you have to actually kill these dudes to progress. And when you can't do any damage to them, you can't. So what do you do? You have to go and grind level ups. And to grind level ups, you have to go and do all these inane, awful side quests. You know, like, chasing after Mahamud's lost donkey and and going, sorting out someone's stolen chariot. And it's like, it's ridiculously dull. And I hate side quests in any game. So being forced to do them, like I have to grind for like two, three hours before I can complete the next story mission. And then I have to do it again because the jump is again huge. And that's that's actually really annoying me. It's it's, it's sad that I have to complain about this game that is it, so good and is plays it, so well. Is it because you can't, can you physically, you can go in there and play those missions. It's just you're, yeah. you're going to lo- more than likely lose once you... Go up the game's the like skilled. Yeah, well, the game's like, yo, dude, you sure you want to do this? And I'm like, yeah, I got this. And then it's like, well, actually, you don't got this, <laughs> and you just die because you know the game is about assassinating people. Most missions involve you assassinating someone, and when you are so under leveled that you can't actually do them any damage, and they can one hit kill you, and they shoot arrows and never miss. You know, it's it's impossible. So yeah. you need to, to level up. It's you know standard RPG thing. Uh, I wouldn't complain about this in Final Fantasy, for example, but it's so as a longtime Assassin's Creed fan, it's annoying me. It's not that it's a bad game or poorly designed. If you want an RPG, it's great. But for someone like me who likes Assassin's Creed, I'm like, <laughs> it, not being able to assassinate people in Assassin's Creed it annoys me. <laughs> But yeah, otherwise it's a great game. I'm still playing it. I haven't thrown my controller at the television screen. I have The Evil Within 2 sitting here to play as well, but I want to finish Assassin's Creed. The the story is actually really cool, and the game is stunning. Seriously, if you 4K TV, Xbox One X, play Assassin's Creed. Just rent it to see it. That's what I've... Out of everything I've heard game-wise, that's the one that I've heard is the most amazing visually to check out. It also, oh, dude, it I haven't even talked about the water. Oh. Isn't it water in games? Everyone just looks at the water in games and that's how you judge. Yeah, that's like the benchmark. Funny. How does water perform in the game? <laughs> yeah. yeah. See if Thieves has got the more beat. See if Thieves does have more beat. How about you, Ross? Well, I don't have an X. 
I had Why one not? pre-ordered. I um, unfortunately had to cancel it. And to be honest with you, over the last week, other than Fortnite, I haven't been playing too much. How's Fortnite? Uh, I am really enjoying it. I've been streaming it with Karina and some of my friends. Uh, and we've been we've been having an absolute blast um, playing with people in the stream and, th- and things like that. I really like that game, but it's just a warm up for PUBG. That's what a lot of people say. Actually, yeah, it's like you know, I'm I'm getting used to the format. I'm getting used to tactics a little bit. And but for what it, what it does, it's it's a very good game. It's free to play, and I basically cannot put it down. Like I keep on playing it and. That's only a good thing. Yeah, considering the price. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And as I said, it is one of them types of things that, you know, you go in and one round, like, one of the rounds, uh, I revived the entire team twice and we ended up winning that game. So although I maybe only got one kill, I still felt like an integ- integral part of the team. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when we're doing four- with the forward. And I, I just... I, other rounds you'll drop in and you'll die straight away, but you don't mind somehow. I don't know. It just, the format, the Battle Royale format just works with me and I'm really, really enjoying it. And it just, it's making me want PUBG so, so much. I just can't did wait you? less than a month. <laughs> I was going to say, did you see that uh, PUBG's been nominated for Game of the Year and it's not even finished? Exactly. Well, that, <laughs> that is a testament. And, and it's entertainment and I agree with that. Some people are saying it should never be there. It's not a complete game. But, I was agreeing with that. Yeah. Yeah, it shouldn't be. Do you don't think it should be? I think it should. Because if the game is good enough and being played by enough people, then why shouldn't it? Because it's entertaining and it's entertaining. But in its current state, it's enough to be considered for a game of the year due to the volume of players, the people playing it, and and having fun with it. I don't think there's anything wrong with the nomination. The, The status of games is so nebulous. I like that word. So So nebulous these days. You know, you, you, it's hard to tell when a game starts and stops and finishes. I mean, what's that game? We Happy Few. It's been out for like two years now. Yeah. But it's not even finished. No. And everyone's already... It's And now it's being transformed into a single-player game. Yeah. Like games and... What's that other one? Uh, Play Arc. Arc. Survival uh, yeah. Evolved. Yeah. Yep. Yes. That's... I should know because I'm on the subreddit. That's, <laughs> that's been out forever. and But it was only just released like last month, officially. And it's still got a long way to go. So yeah, maybe, maybe they should bend the rules a bit. I don't know. I, I sort well, of swing in the that says It has to be a fully released game anyway. No, but I mean, it's it's. I mean, the game. How, how do you judge a game when it's not feature complete? I, I mean, think you, you can enjoy it upon the entertainment value of it, and I think it's entertaining. So yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I guess it, it depends if you're judging it on a complete piece of art or if you're judging it on which game was the most fun. You know, in that case, any any game is up for grabs, really. Yeah. If yeah. it's just being judged on its fun factor rather than its value as a piece of heart. Like, Rainbow Six Siege was released as a complete game with many different operators, but yeah. it's only when the new maps and the new DLC and things came that that game became super popular. It wasn't popular at all when it released. It's actually yeah, gotten no, it something like... I think it took a year before it became uh, really profitable or something like shit. that. I can't remember. And, and funny enough, and funny enough, when you go online to play ranked multiplayer, it still says in beta. I, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> you know, how is this that, thing? It's been out for two years now. How is this thing still in beta? <laughs> you know what? I think 
that you know we're, we're complete i was just comparing games you know jokingly to art but rainbow six siege i think is actually the very first ever cult classic video game because if you think of a cult classic in film like take blade runner it released and it was a bomb. No one watched it. No one really gave a crap. But it wasn't until years later that it actually became lifted up again and got super popular and super famous. And the same thing happened with Rainbow Six Siege. No other game has had that happen. A lot of games have been like indie sleeper hits before they got big. But no game has been a big release that bombed and then somehow managed to recover itself. That's never happened before. Yeah. Right. No, that's, yeah. it's a very good call. It's a very good call. Sorry, I just was having a, a <laughs> moment. <laughs> I'm a genius! <laughs> but anyway, I, I also just want to say a little story for, for all the stuff that we've been doing. I, I apologise, I've not been around for the, the, the last um, four weeks, and I have to sort of explain this so I can explain the next part of the story. But uh, earlier this year, I, I, I broke up my life, and as a result, I've been moving home and, and things like that. But from that, I managed to get an amazing podcast review, and I want you guys to hear it. And it's from the most unlikely of sources. What, what's the source? Tinder. You got a you got a podcast review on Tinder. Yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I should laugh or cry. <laughs> so, oh my gosh! <laughs> on my friend says. There's this app. Bear in mind, I, I was with my partner for 10 years, so this didn't exist when I was dating. Okay? You know, the first time, the round. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and basically, um, I have on my profile that I'm a podcaster, so my voice is on point. And John McFarlane from Rare is going to find that out later in the podcast, just to point that out, okay? But... This is a review, so I have one there, and someone matched with me very well on a few weeks, a couple of weeks ago, and said, so you're a podcaster, what is your podcast about? And I said, Xbox and blah, blah, blah. She says, can you let me hear it? And I went, why not? I think my voice is great. I think I'm the best voice in podcasting, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> so... <laughs> I um I, I sent her a link to the podcast and she decided to review it. Okay, so at least it, it, see when you said in your I got a review like for I thought someone had matched with you and then the first thing they sent to you was a review of the podcast. So at least it makes a little sense in its yes. context now because I was context just, someone now, yeah. recognized you was like ah oh, Ross you know actually Ross I've been meaning to tell you that your podcast is actually needs improvement. <laughs> <laughs> And this is the only way I could find you. <laughs> yes. uh, but I, I'll read out exactly what you said. And I did actually message her to ask her permission to, to, to use this <laughs> on the podcast. I was going to whisper with this woman, right? So we've been working and, one listener this week. And only read that part. Make sure you skip out the part before and after. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. And then but, she swiped right? Yeah. Swipe left? Which, I don't know. Which way? Which way? I've, I've never which used way is the good way? You swipe right. You swipe right. Okay. Uh, so it's... Thanks, Ross. <laughs> it's, this is the review. Very easy to listen to. Clear, good levels, especially presuming that you're all in different places. Clean editing. It also doesn't do that thing where some podcasts do, where it feels very exclusive, and you don't listen regularly. You don't get half the references. There's nice rapport between presenters. 
nice conversational tone, it's even made me smile a few times. Crouton Earrings. That's a actually well-written and well-structured review. It's not what I would expect on Tinder. It's easily the best podcast review we've ever got. I, I, have you taken this photo <laughs> to say thank you? <laughs> no, no, I haven't, unfortunately. Have you, have you sent her a photo of your controller? <laughs> <laughs> your joystick. Oh, dear. <laughs> We're taking this podcast in a very strange direction. I was on with a D-pad. Ah, um, uh-huh. but <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, I just that, had to Ross, share that story. Yeah. Ross Tinder Miller... No, sorry, what, Ross Swipe Right Miller. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, should oh. we move on? I believe we've got a new section to the podcast, Reese. Yeah, so... no, no, can we have yeah, start... a, new, a new section? Can we call it like Ross's Tender Minute? <laughs> I, I think... <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I have now. Sure, let me just pencil that down. But I actually have a a, a little a little something something uh, <clears throat> that we, we uh, have got going on because of our... Uh, Replacement host, I still had to do something with him, and Ross was very unhappy about being replaced. So we're gonna we're gonna let you guys decide where we go with this. So uh, let's check it out. All right, everyone, welcome to this week's special little event that I have here for you. Now we're calling it Host v Hosts, and I've got Ross, who's constantly talking about having the best voice in podcasting. Isn't that right, Ross? Uh, obviously. Obviously, yes, right. Yeah, so obviously. I've decided to put this to the test, and I've gotten another host of another podcast who you may or may not have heard of, and that's John McFarlane. Hi, John. How are you? Hi. Glad to be here. Fantastic. So John is one of the podcasters, obviously, on the rare podcast, Tales from the Tavern, uh, which I've been on, and uh, Ross hasn't. <clears throat> Thanks for reminding the listeners. <laughs> anyway, anyway, look, I, I'm just going to put you guys to the test here. I've got five random video game quotes that I want you both to read back to me. And we're going to see who has the best voice out of the two of you. And we're going to let Twitter decide because, as everyone knows, Twitter is the authority on basically everything, right? Are you boys ready? I'm ready. So, I'm Ross, ready to get your ass handed to you on a play. Because let's face it, I've heard Tales from the Tavern. You're not that good. Uh, this is all talk. This is all talk. <laughs> I am ready to beat you down like a piñata. Here we go. Piñata. <laughs> <laughs> nice rare uh, reference. So, the first quote, it's a classic. Ross, I'm going to start with you because you, you're all talk. I want you to be the Mortal Kombat guy. I want you to f- say, finish him. Okay. Finish him. Ooh, not bad, not bad. Nice and deep. Lots of bass. Okay, John? Right, and I'm, uh, this is no excuse, but I don't want to ruin my mic here uh, because it's like, the world's worst mic. Uh, but I feel it needs a wee bit more energy. I feel that like that was a bit lacklustre in Ross's part mm, there. Yeah, I tend to agree. I, I think it's more of a finish him. Ooh. It's called one note at me. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Uh, next. Okay, okay, okay. Don't don't rush these things, Ross. It's very important. I'm, wait, wait. I'm glad you picked me an easy opponent for the first one, but I'm just keen to get on with the rest of the podcast. So can you move party up and just go on with it? All right, all right, all right, all right. Next, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go back to Microsoft territory now. We're gonna get the classic Halo guy, the Halo announcement guy. Does anyone know his name? 
announcer guy? I, I don't think anyone knows his name. He's just the announcer guy. I, I often like to picture him walking into McDonald's and ordering in his voice. Anyway, <laughs> you're going you're gonna to say the classic, just a single word, and that word is Slayer. I'm going to start with you this time, John. Right. Okay. Slayer. Oh, very American. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ross, can you beat that? Oh, with my eyes closed, because it's quite easy to... Well, I mean, does it actually involve yeah. having your eyes open? Yeah, that would be oh. weird. <laughs> what? Do you use no podcast with your eyes closed? Um, Why do you think we don't do video? <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Slayer. Ooh. Ooh, that was pretty good. That, that was that was all right, I guess. I might, I might have to give that one to Ross, actually. Okay. 2 now. <laughs> I'm not so sure about that. All right, all right, all right. Let's go a bit more modern. Let's get something that the, uh, the youths are playing these days. I want you to give me a quote from Soldier 76. I want you to tell me that you've got me in your sights, Ross. Okay. Two seconds, I've got to build myself up to some super. Do it, do it. Sophia would like this. She would. I've got you in my sights. Very raspy. Oh, he's got the rasp. He does got the rasp. All right, all right, John, give him what for. You can't let him have... He thinks he's 2-0, so you've got to to do something. I I wouldn't even bother, John. It's over after me doing that. Like, (laughs) I would just hang up the call. Right, here we go. I've got you in my sights. Oh, that was really good. <laughs> you sound surprised. I do. I am. <laughs> that was legit. <laughs> that was pretty good. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I was. I was quite impressed there that you managed to read and speak at the same time. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 the bant. He's got banter, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. 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 You know what? I've been skewing this because Ross is a baritone, as we all know. So I've been making this a bit too easy for him. We've got all these deep, bassy men. So I'm just going to swing it all the way around. Ross, your Pikachu. Okay. Give me your Pikachu. I don't know if I'm too deep for this. You got this. Pikachu! (laughs) No. (laughs) Sorry, I sneaked you at the same time. Oh, don't quit your day job. <laughs> Please, I'm good, I'm good. Okay, um, right, let's go for this. I'm sorry in advance if I hurt anyone's ears here with this, because it's going to be horrible. You ready? Pika! Shoot. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> you got halfway. <laughs> I just bailed, like, no, actually, I'm done. <laughs> That's okay, that's yeah, why he's I'll... known in his local groups as half a job McFarlane. <laughs> oh, I think he only says Pika when he's angry, and then like it's only the chew when he fires. Yeah, like... it, that that's the charging sound. Yeah. Mm. To be fair, I, I, I'll let him away with it because he's already lost. So that's it. <laughs> that's what they do in Super Smash Brothers. I don't think he says chew in Super Smash Brothers. He just mm. says Pika. Okay, okay, okay. We got off track. I got one last one, and this one is actually for you, Ross. And that's Gears of War quote, and it's relevant Easy. to this podcast. Yeah, oh, thank you. It's relevant to this podcast because it is actually part of our intro. So, Ross, I'm going to think it's time for you to tell me that we should do this. 
Do you know it's really weird that my mind's now got a blank what Marcus Phoenix sounds like? <laughs> <laughs> the cold train, baby! Woo! <laughs> That'd be easy. Let's do this. I saw when Soldier 76, didn't I? You did, actually. You, yeah. you didn't even progress. Okay. Uh, John, it's your last okay. chance. Okay. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Ross? <laughs> well, I'm not going to lie. Wait, wait, he does half a word, right? He's basically spoke the same voice, even with Pikachu and Marcus Phoenix. John has got no chance in Twitter. I well, I think we should Twitter. do a bonus. A, a bonus? bonus one of um of Cortana. Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. I'm, we're going to go to Cortana then. In that case, seeing as it's already in our intro and we're on topic, uh, Ross, yeah. you're going to have to say it. Don't make a girl a promise if you know you can't keep it. And you've got to convince me, Ross. I need to believe. Don't make a girl a promise you can't keep. You broke! <laughs> You broke! That's, that's... <laughs> no, Ross, I'm sorry. That's not on. Still gonna beat John. <laughs> okay, John. This is your call. Give me the, give me the bonus round. I don't know why. Why did I choose this? <laughs> <laughs> and remember, yeah. I need to believe you. Don't make a girl a promise if you can't keep it. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. It's amazing. Chief. <laughs> At, at least you didn't do like the Monty John, wake up. <laughs> I was going to say, at least you didn't do like that Monty Python old woman voice. That's that. <laughs> all right. John! John, on a scale of one to ten, how embarrassed do you feel when I'm going to get 100% of the votes on Twitter? Uh, I'm not really that embarrassed because I know it's just not going to go that way. Mm, I think we'll see. So, Reese, are we going to let Twitter decide this on Thursday? You know we are, because I'm not qualified to judge this <laughs> level of amazingness. I'm just, I'm just beyond words here. So, it is going to be down to you guys on Twitter and on the subreddit too. I'm sure everyone's just going to tell us exactly how they feel about everything. But let us know. In fact, we're going to make a little poll, so it'll be all official. The numbers will be there, so no one can make anything up, Ross. <laughs> All right, so thanks, John, so much for joining us for the very first ever Host v. Host. And maybe, just maybe, there will be a second. Well, I just want to thank John for being my first victim. (laughs) I'm just setting the bar really high, that's all. Yeah, yeah, one more dancing high. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> all right boys thank you so much and let's gonna let's let's get back to the regular podcast before ross kills me right guys i think it's pretty clear that i beat john into an absolute podcasting pulp there i don't know if his reputation will ever recover but i believe and his his termination notice is going to be sitting <laughs> on the table i'm, I'm going to be presenting tales of the tavern within the next two weeks you know that's it, that's it. But uh, yeah, so I, I think I'm that confident I'm going to get the 100% of the votes. So we're going to put this on a Twitter poll. So at Party Chat Pod from Thursday when this podcast releases. That's a simple question. Who won the podcast host voice off head to head? And we're going to let Twitter decide. But now moving on, here's what's been happening in the subreddit this week. You're listening to Xbox One Party Chat Podcast. This week in the subreddit. Reese, first story. Well, the first story is actually not really a story on Reddit. 
per se. It's just a thing. And that's the Xbox One X has been out for a week. Uh, so, you know, Clay, you've had it for a week. I've had it for a week. What are your thoughts on the system so far? We're talking about the games, but uh, how, how are you feeling it? Uh, you want me to be honest or? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm actually, I just went back the, this weekend. So I've had it for a few days. I bought mine from, from Best Buy here stateside. Uh, and Best Buy gives you the option to buy sort of like this, um, protection plan on your electronics. Hmm. And it will sort of, if anything happens to them over the next three, three years, you can basically bring it back in and they'll, they'll swap it out free of charge. So I went back and picked it up. I'm, uh, my console is really sluggish and really? I'm, I'm, it's really sluggish and I keep re rebooting it and it's just, it's a little out of the norm. It doesn't oh. feel like my, my, my S seems like it was a bit more responsive than, than the X was so you think um, in terms of launch units. I, I, that's what I, my fear is. And so I, so I went back and picked this up just in case this thing craps the bed on me. Um, but I, I'm confident that there's probably going to be an update. There's might be some other people out there running into the same things and it'll sort of take care of itself. We'll, we'll see here. Uh, but if not, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to bring this, this bag boy out and swap it out. It is one of the, the, the Scorpio editions. Um, which is which is I, I do I do like, but I other than the I mean everything else is like it's functioning the exact same. Once the game's up and running, games are up and running, everything's everything's fine. It's just that initial getting into anything when I boot it up. It's I don't know why it's a, it's a it's a bit sluggish for me on my end, which is huh. a little unfortunate. A That's little unfortunate. unfortunate. For me, it's you know zippy and fast, and you can really feel all the extra rams and Oomph. flops. But, maybe uh, maybe maybe they left out a few flops in mind. <laughs> definitely, they just flopped right out the side there. Uh, I just want to quickly mention though that the user Uncle Axel did post uh, in relation to the Xbox One X launch week that the Xbox One actually sold 121,000 units, which was 68% of all whole console sales in the UK. So it was the fourth biggest week for console sales in the UK ever. I want. I do also want to point out that in terms of in terms of sales, um, I you know stateside at least Thanksgiving's come up, coming up, which means the day after Thanksgiving and even that weekend and even the follow up Monday is Cyber Cyber Monday. We'll have Black Friday the day after Thanksgiving. It's crazy crazy shopping deals here stateside. I've not seen anything yet for the X, which isn't a surprise, but I have seen a ton of deals for the xbox one s and it's always on a lot of the uh, brochures that you see or the ads that you see online for these stores it's the front page it's front page deals which is pretty cool it's great to see that you know um these retailers are, are pushing the xbox one s and having some price breaks on them so hopefully it'll mean even more people will be picking up their xboxes even though it might not be the x it'll be at least the hdr compatible version and hopefully Mm -hmm. they'll also be picking up a new hdr 4k tv 
<laughs> this this podcast sponsored by <laughs> yeah exactly <HBR. laughs> what's up my dudes it's your boy delicious cheese here support me on patreon and consider subscribing to audible.com yo <laughs> this is also brought to you by squarespace squarespace your <laughs> amazing stories <laughs> amazon affiliate links down below uh guys <laughs> Um, (laughs) Some of us live off this. Nice. I think we should maybe move on to the the next story. Uh, And I'm just going to take this because it's Holy Battlefront 2 Controversy Batman. Um, (laughs) This week has been absolutely insane. Not just on the Xbox One subreddit, but on Reddit in general. I moderate our gaming and you can actually physically see the moment. That EA happened. If you look at our traffic stats, the spike is insane. I'm not going to tell you any numbers, but it is absolutely nuts. And the whole internet has been going berserk. And everything that could go wrong has gone wrong. Uh, So I'm going to give you a bit of a timeline over what happened. Uh, Basically, somebody figured out, they, they subreddit R, they did the math. They drew up spreadsheets and, and, and timed their gameplay, and they figured out that it takes over 40 hours of gameplay to unlock one hero. And there's something like six or more heroes to unlock. Uh, so that, that's insane. And uh, everyone was mad. And then the community manager from DICE made a terrible mistake on Twitter and called the community a bunch of armchair developers. That went over really well. Uh, the, the moderators <laughs> in the Battlefront 2 subreddit gave everybody the flair armchair developers just to, <laughs> just to mess with them. And then somebody made another complaint thread when the game went wide, like to a wider audience. EA tried to respond and they responded to the comment trying to justify and explain why it takes so long to unlock a hero. And that particular comment is now the most downvoted comment in all reddit history it's already become a meme and i think it's something like negative 500,000 it's ridiculously downvoted and and then after that they came out and said that they're going to reduce the time to unlock heroes by 75% as a result of this feedback and that is basically where this odyssey is at this point in time have either of you two played battlefront 2 yet do you guys have have yeah yeah, access right i I don't at the moment my thing ran out and i've yet to uh i really should i have i I, while i love star wars and while i love how (laughs) this game looks and sounds i hate I did not like the first game and I am not enjoying this one. I've tried. I've really tried to enjoy it. I just cannot get into it. I just cannot get into this game. And it's, what do you, I, what do you dislike about it? Actually, I'm curious. Cause I, really I don't, like the first one. I, I don't like the way that it plays. Maybe it's the third person and then shifting into first person or, um, I, Oh, Oh, I'll tell you one thing that drove me absolutely nuts. So I, I'm playing the game and I finally unlock enough points to get into a uh, a TIE fighter, and I was all excited. This happened twice, by the way. As soon as I spawn into the TIE fighter, immediately shot down. 
was uh, like, so that was absolutely pointless. <laughs> Battlefield feels. <laughs> yeah, I finally it got the helicopter. <laughs> I was like, I literally just spawn in within. It was like one to two seconds. Shot down. I was like, is there no, you know. I don't know any sort of buffer in terms of me at least getting out of the spawn point here, but I don't know. I think it's because it's not battlefield, and mm-hmm. if it was lit- like give me all the destruction and all that, I, maybe I'd get behind it a little bit more. Um, I just can't for whatever reason. I just can't get behind the gameplay. It's just really hard for me to, to get into it. I really like it. So you've played it too, Ross? Yes. So I didn't mention my games were playing because I knew this was, was, was coming up, but that I've done four and a half, five hours of the trial. I haven't bought the game yet. But I'm really liking the gameplay. I like that I'm under pressure, just like a normal Battlefield game. Um, I feel as if I learned a lot from playing Battlefield 1, not necessarily Battlefront 1, to learn how to play this game. And I... I really like the mechanics of it. I really like when you when you do feel if you get Yoda, it just jumps about the place absolutely insane. Like, absolutely insane, killing everybody. Um, there's a few heroes like that, actually. And it just feels like a lot of fun. The music is amazing. The sound effects are amazing. Visually, it's amazing. I really, really like this game. And although I'm not defending EA at all about all this controversy because internet would literally hunt me down. So yeah. I'm doing this for more. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> okay. But what I want to know is Uncle Jesse, you know, this, this cult game that you've described earlier essentially has exactly the same model. Why does <laughs> it get away with it in Rainbow Six Siege? But this game doesn't. Well, you know what? And it's, it, you know, what's funny is I was thinking about this when all that, that drama was going on and I was trying to figure out, how long does it take me to grind away to get to 25 credits so that I get 25,000 credits so I can unlock a new character? And I honestly don't know. And I think actually, Roth, I know, I think I know, I, now that I'm, I'm saying it out loud, I think I know. When you buy the game, when you buy Siege, um, you have all, it comes standard 12 operators, I think. 12? No, maybe yeah. it's more than that. Yeah, it's something about it's 12. Better. I'll say it's 12. Uh, six on each side, six on offense, six on defense. And then you earn credits and then you can start unlocking those operators. So when you start, you you start as this recruit character and you don't have the special abilities. But oh, boy. literally, if you go, if you do the tutorial, yeah, <laughs> you, you, you tore it up that one. <laughs> but if you, it, literally, if you do the tutorial, it'll give you enough points to unlock your first operator. And as you start unlocking operators, it becomes progressively more expensive up until a certain point to then purchase the operators. So maybe your first one is only 500 credits, and then the next one is 800 credits, and then the next one is uh, 1,600 credits, and then so on and so on and so on. And then eventually it gets up to 25,000, and that's the cap for... And I think that's for the, the new DLC operators so you can either buy the season pass and unlock those immediately and actually in advance or you can grind away play games the better you do the more credits you get the more you win the more you get um and then you can unlock these these players and maybe that's a bit of the difference and i don't know if i've illustrated that well enough is that when i picked up the game there were locked characters 
I, as a as a user of the game, of a game as a gamer, I can pick and choose which one of those characters I was most interested in to unlock first. So if I'm playing Battlefront and if I I wanted to unlock Darth Vader, he would have been eight eight hundred character eight hundred credits, and then I can grind away to unlock Luke or Boba Fett or whoever else it is instead of it being this weird system that they've got in place today on on the battlefront end that it sounds like people are just getting extremely pissy about i mean a bit of the difference at the moment i think that uh, battlefront is like the straw that broke a camel's back people have been getting really 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 fed up with these loot boxes lately and it's been it's been getting worse every time it happened with uh um What's that game? Shadow of War. And everyone got mad. And then it happened with... No, before Shadow of War, sorry, it was that uh, NBA 2K. Everyone got mad. Then Shadow of War, everyone got angrier. And then uh, the new the new racing game, the new Need for Speed, everyone got really angry. And now this, and everyone is just furious. I think it's because it's happened... Ooh, and, and Call of Duty as well, when you open them on Normandy in front of other players. So it's it's all been, I think, too much, too fast, and no one has had a chance. Because, you know, the internet is famously forgetful. Something happens, and then the internet gets mad, and then it cools down. But if you keep going without stopping, then that the anger persists. Does that make sense? That's what I think. Anyway, yeah. I think they they haven't they've done too much too fast, and and they haven't had a chance to slow down the train. Basically, hero shooters are always going to be. Well, this isn't for a hero shooter, is it? Because the majority no. of the time you're not playing as a hero, so it's, it's, it's right. a funny it's one. It's complicated. A, yeah, yeah, it's. It's overly complicated to a point where I think a lot of people don't even understand it. To the point where you need a spreadsheet to figure it out, like (laughs) this guy on Reddit. (laughs) So, Uh, so I've when I was playing it, and and I've only put in maybe two hours on it. Um, And again, I'm on that sort of the trial thing through EA Access. How did this? I mean, everybody's really upset that you can't play as Darth Vader. I don't even remember seeing him as an option. Um, no one's unlocked him yet. Takes forty <laughs> hours. Trial's only ten. <laughs> That's why. So, and I mean, is it like, is it the same thing as when I was playing with Kylo Ren, where you you unlock him, and then can I then in game earn enough points and then activate him, or is it like I have to grind away for forty hours? And then I can only use Darth Vader once, and then I have to grind away for another no, you, 40 hours? I'm welcome. But it, you could get him in a loot box. You know, I mean, that's where the pay-to-win thing comes in, and then you can have skills unlocked, which help you in the game. I think I think the problem for me and what a lot of people see is there is very much a pay-to-win model here, in the sense where if you put your money in your pocket, you can unlock things fairly quickly, which are going to make the game easier for you. And an online like shooter. It, 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 it seems like it's been designed like a free-to-play mobile game. Like, if, if the game was... No, I'm serious. If, it really does Because, you know, free-to-play plan. mobile games aren't normally pay-to-win. They normally pay to skip the wait. Like, they, they, they charge you based on your impatience. And it really seems like they're going with a similar route for this. And, I mean, would you complain if the game was free? I wouldn't. I'd be like, okay, this guy's got to make money somehow. Maybe. Yeah, but are you going to release a triple A no. free to play no. game <laughs> in a year that a Star Wars movie comes out and no. hire John yeah, Boyega no. to do all the press conferences? 
Um, but not no, like the game's good. And again, I think I've said this about other games, it's a shame that it's been tarred with so much controversy. Yeah. But it's selling still. Of course. You know, and, and Star Wars. It's Star Wars. And again, it's Star Wars. It's Star Wars, and it looks amazing in fur K as well. <laughs> it looks, it looks ridiculously good, though. Like it, it, I mean, it still has that amazing audio, and I, I can still see people getting behind it. It's just, yeah, I agree. This is getting a little ridiculous. One of the, one of the things, though, one of the models, though, Russ, that you were, you were mentioning is it makes me think of Battlefield. Um, yeah. In Battlefield. Maybe Battlefield 3, Battlefield 4, and I don't know about Battlefield 1. And by the way, I hate that they called it Battlefield 1. Um, is that you can buy, you can pay to unlock all the stuff for a class. Yeah. I mean, is that the same, is that the same level of pay to win? And I, I, no. to me, it's, to me, it's not. It's, I can still get all of those things that you just, cut in line to get it's just I have to grind away at them it's like for me that that would be fine if it wasn't got that hero part it's the hero part that, that throws me off yeah I guess you're right you can unlock them like if it was just the standard you know you stormtroopers versus or clones or whatever <laughs> and then it would be fine but there is heroes involved who have amazing skills and right. the unlocks are ridiculous for some of them, you know, and it's, it's that, not just like a weapon. It off. It's yeah, not a no. weapon. It's not a weapon unlock. It's not, yeah. I, I can grind away and get this really cool shotgun that does X amount of damage or a really well accurate rifle. It's, it is, it's really, it's the character. They've got unique skills to them. Mm-hmm. They're extremely popular. So it's it's yeah. probably the combination of all those things. Another thing is that in the Battlefield uh, 3, for example, you can pay to unlock everything. You pay, you know, I don't know what the price is, but let's just say five bucks. I know it's more than that. But you say you, you pay your five bucks and boom, everything's unlocked. Done. Money spent, time, time saved. But in, in Battlefront, you just pay money, which gets transferred into an in-game currency, which you then spend on random loot boxes. You can't just choose what you want to unlock you just buy loot boxes so it might take one guy one game to unlock the hero he wants and it might take you you know 140 hours just because of bad luck and you know even if you spend a thousand euros or dollars dollary dues down in australia uh you you might still not get the hero that you want, and some guy might unlock it randomly because it's just you know it's random. Yeah, it is random. Can you still? Um, I mean, in most of these games now, you earn. You can either earn the loot boxes or you can buy yeah, them. You correct. Yeah, it's yeah. like a daily login <clears throat> box, and there's, right, there's right. different things. You know, there is always that that game of chance that you're going to get. Also, I believe there is a scrapping system, so you can just purchase things in the game as well. It's not necessarily just the, the, the loot. Oh, box, that's good. I, 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 need, I need to check that. I, I need to check that, though, because it's not... Uh, because it's a 10-hour trial, I'm just more playing the gameplay rather than the unlocks, if that makes sense. Yeah. Just trying to get a feel. So I haven't looked into it, and it's, it's not out in, when we're recording this in, podcast. In Mass, Effect, in Mass yeah. Effect, you can scrap stuff, but it only can be used to purchase another <laughs> another loot box. So same like uh, Overwatch. You can scrap your stuff yeah. in Overwatch, in it, but you can only purchase another loot box with it. Yeah, 
Yeah. Overwatch is different though, again, it's a full hero shooter and it's all cosmetic. Yeah. Um but you know what this isn't gonna go away. You know, this is this is something that developers and us as a consumer need to decide how we want this to go. Are we willing to pay more for a game so we don't get it? Are we willing to go back to the days of season pass and map packs and all the rest of it? At the moment for me is this is developers and consuming uh, consumers trying to get that balance as game progress or games progress on, things are going to change and I'm sure they will hit their stride with it. But the moment there is just all this uncertainty with all these games that we just don't know how it's going to work, how much we're going to have to pay for it, will there won't there be loot boxes? And I think it will level off when they get that perfect divide. And I still all think this comes back to Evolve. I think Evolve was the first game that started all this. Um <laughs> And it's just been a, a constant uphill since then. And I just hope that developers get it right and we're, we're not going to be put off as a consumer about what we buy. EA, in my mind, have been doing great up to recently. Great up to recently, offering great value for games and things like EA Access. Um, and to suddenly go so so backwards, it's... yeah. It's it's really sad. They killed no. Visceral. Yeah, they killed Visceral. That you, help. I, <laughs> I can't say what how how I feel about that. Visceral was one of my favorite studios. But ne- anyway. never forget Dead Space. And they they bought they bought Titanfall Studio. They have. They've bought Respawn. Respawn. SF. Thank you. Should we move on to the the very last, last topic? Week. Yep. I'm going to take this one. Do it. So Penguin Seven Two Four has posted in the subreddit. Uh, along with game gifting, hiding achievements with zero game score is now live as well. So guys, I want to find out from you if you've got any thoughts on that and if there's any features that you still want to see. Right, so my gamer tag is delicious space. You can just gift me all of the games that you like. Um, and yeah, that would be great. I'm literally going to change my gamer tag to armchair developer. Right now, <laughs> armchair developer. I'm sure it's been taken. <laughs> probably, probably. Um, but no, like, like, those were pointless, weren't they? The zero gamer score. Get, get, just get shot at them. Yeah, and that gamer score, uh, like app achievements, that didn't last long, did it? No. So yeah, you you've logged into YouTube for seventy two days in a row. Here's a zero gamer score and a pop up. Thanks yeah. for that. <laughs> yeah, like, honestly, it actually adds nothing other than an annoying little box on the screen. Yeah. Do you remember it's, those that, the achievements they experimented with at the very beginning of the Xbox One that, that were like, they have no gamer score, but uh, the developers could keep adding them and they could be like only around for a certain time? So like time-based ones, yeah. Yeah, everyone, like, you know, you can only earn it this weekend. Yeah, everyone. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like uh, Dead Dead Rising. If you kill uh, uh, 150 of this type of zombies, you'll get this achievement that doesn't do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had community ones. Like, if the whole community kills, you know, 5 million zombies this week, then everyone gets this achievement. That that did not work. No, no. That (laughs) that didn't automatically share in game clips as well. That soon disappeared. Oh! Oh man, every time you died or yeah. whatever it was. Or just take a step, <laughs> bloop, have an achievement. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
But uh, oh. is there anything you still want to see? We've talked about there, like what we're happy is no longer around. But is there any features that you guys are really wanting to see right now? Well, yes. I I would like to see, along with game gifting, uh, the ability to sell your games, like sell back digital games for a small percentage of the the uh, title, or, or sell them to another person. I think that would be really cool. That'd be a cool idea. Wait, how would it work selling it back? Like, the, where's the developers and Microsoft's benefit? You know, the the business. Yeah. Where, where, True. Where's the be- I can understand if, like, I'm like, oh my god, I am so fed up with this game, and Reese is like, I really want to play it, and I can sell you it for a set amount, um, and it just transfers across, and you own the license, and you yeah. can install it. I can Microsoft that, could right? take a cut, kind of like yeah. Steam does. Yeah, exactly. I can understand that, right? But from a developer point of view, the other way, just zero point to it, really, other than being amazing for us consumers. So Yeah, well, like I said, it was stuff that I'd like. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a, I've got a, an idea that's been floating around in my head for the last few months now after one of these preview updates rolled out where you now have um, uh, webcam support on your Xbox. Yeah. You don't need to connect. You can plug in any kind of camera and it'll start reading it which is great if you're on mixer and wanting to stream my thing is i want them to be able to provide you with very simple a few simple overlay options then i could get rid of whatever that elgato card thing is obs all this crap i could now directly from my xbox if i just wanted to play my own game and then maybe add my own commentary from a recorded clip be able to do that through the studio with my camera plugged in and there you can see me talking over and talking about the footage or whatever it is and then now i can directly upload that to whatever i want to upload it to or if i'm streaming on mixer and i wanted to have an overlay that shows what my you know my my from my gamer tag or maybe it's there's a few options of scrolling information like it has that you see on other uh, you know, other people that are streaming. So you, yeah. if you look at anybody out there, it's it's like Green Skull. Yeah, He's got an right. awesome overlay, and it's not nothing complicated. It's, it's pretty simple. Yeah, like that's yeah, exactly. the reason I don't stream on Mixer is because I want to play my Xbox on my TV. I don't, I don't want to have to play it on a monitor or, or go and sit right. in front of the television with my laptop plugged into the thing so exactly. I can use... I need, I need a laptop, I need a monitor, yeah, I need my Xbox, ugh. I've got about 5,000 cables running to it so that I can I'm on board, connect man. everything together, and Sign then my computer is not powerful enough to run OBS because it's a Mac and it hates OBS. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up, man. You, Ross, you with us on this, right? Yeah, 100%. I would stream so much more and like Karina's overweight is awesome. She's yeah, except for the fact arc. that it covers half her face most of the time. <laughs> Karina, for me, wait, just on that streaming and uh, feature, I've got two features that I want to see, and one's actually a new app. But the, the one of the features I want to see is actually stolen from a friend Bob, who who creates overlays and things like that. Actually, but he, he wants a Tinder um, app. Suggested that it's really simple that <laughs> just having co-streams is just subscribe all. Oh yeah. Mixer. So oh, yeah. a, a button cool. to subscribe to all four of the people on the co stream. That'd be really at nice. The moment, yeah, you you can only subscribe to one, and it's such a simple thing. But for people who like to do co streams and games like Fortnite, where four of you are playing and someone's enjoying that, you know, they may subscribe to one or two or can't be bothered, and, and just having that button 
um, would would really help those who enjoy post streaming first games. Let's see if Thieves coming out that seems like a no-brainer for me. But um, the other one, and unfortunately you, you did call it, is I would love a Tinder app on <laughs> on, on Xbox, an, an Xbox, yeah. an Xbox yeah. dating app. Yeah. So basically, what happens is you've got your Connect set up, right, and it watches your hands, and all you have to do is swipe right or swipe left. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it can watch your. Uh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm waiting I, for the the chat. I just want to app. point out that I don't know. I'm just to point out. <laughs> just to point out, I, I have actually deleted this app off my phone right before anyone is listening. Um, but no, <laughs> I'm sure there would be many people, not me, but many people who would enjoy that app. <laughs> you know, the, the hands free. I'm not me, but for a maybe friend. me. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that's a good point to go here. But yeah. uh, so just to say, I'm sure Karina will join us again next week. She's been working hard with university and work and all the rest of it. So she missed this week because she was working late, but I'm sure she'll be back next week. And um, just to say, make sure you follow us at Party Chat Pod on Twitter. Uh, I also want to give a thanks. Uh, whilst I was off, there was a huge, amazing piece of feedback um, who... They gave us some absolutely brilliant ideas about things that we want to do as a podcast. We don't know if you like the podcast. We don't know what you want to hear. You know, do you want let us know in the comments on Reddit or Twitter or whatever you want to let us know? Because for me that edits the podcast, you've got no idea how invaluable it is. We want to give a good show to the subreddit. And all that we ask is you give us, you know, good, honest feedback about what you think would make this podcast better. We are always going to listen and give our responses to it so so please please do take the time if you can to just hit us up with a message and let us know but for another week xbox turn off you're listening to xbox one party chat podcast the official podcast of the xbox one subreddit Let's do this.